Hello and welcome back to COVID-19 on Toast with your hosts, Jacqueline and Nadilla. This episode, we'll be talking about all things tech and social media. We're really excited today um, to be joined by our guest, Mickey, who is in marketing and deals with a lot of um, social media and, and tech. So thanks for joining us today, Mickey, and being part of this program. And we're, we're really excited to have you here. So for people listening out there, just if you can tell us a little bit more about what you do in your job role. Thank you so much for um, inviting me. So I work mainly in events and marketing. And what I do is I manage um, a firm's sort of social media presence online um, and also their blog articles on their website, um, anything to do with marketing. So if they need flyers done, customer newsletters, do all of those as well. And um, also any external and internal events that goes on within the company, um, I help run those as well. Cool. Amazing. So what, what we're just like wanting to explore today just around tech and social media, just maybe any changes that you're seeing in in social media consumption or needs and how that might apply to millennials so what are you seeing at the moment i think a lot of consumption at the moment is going towards the current pandemic that's happening so like i know um there was a article that you sent me earlier in the bill that had said that uh, most millennials are actually looking up uh, articles on related to COVID updates and things like that. In terms of business-wise, it pretty much in our firm, anything that's not that's non-COVID COVID related is not really applicable to, for us to post or update anymore, just because people are generally not that interested anymore to look at things like that. They want to know sort of how I guess coronavirus will affect them um, and any sort of updates that the government has released and things things as such. Um, but I'm sure there's also people that are at home that don't want to look at things like that. So they will be looking at more things to take their mind off such a serious issue at the moment. And I know for a one fact, probably the consumption of TikTok has gone up in the last couple of months as well. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. I think especially around people wanting to consume perhaps like a little bit more positivity definitely makes sense. And I think we can all resonate with that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Just coming back to um, that article, Mickey, and uh, because I actually came across this, was reading the same one as well. And I guess for me, what I found particularly interesting on this was, I guess, the types of media that, that millennials are consuming. Um, if, you know, we're looking at and I've got to call out some stats here, but mm -hmm. online video consumption was around 44% with online TV streaming, 41%, music streaming, 35%. And then, and then obviously the upper round of the 30% as well was that getting live updates or news based on obviously the pandemic and, and Corona uh, situation at the moment. And I guess from, from my point of view, and, and obviously with your expertise in that, do you think that, or get, I guess I'd, I'd just love to get your views firstly on what you think about these, I guess, trends in the different types of consumption of, of types of media for millennials? I think it was quite interesting because I probably would have assumed that maybe millennials would not be so interested in looking at government updates. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like, or, or like news updates, I feel like that's probably something more for, I guess, I don't know, maybe in my mind, it's sort of like business people, <laughs> I guess. So I, I thought that was quite interesting that most, a lot of people are looking at updates constantly i thought i would thought i would have thought that media consumption like online streaming would have been a lot higher than 
what it actually was. Mm. So I thought that was quite interesting. Mm. So I guess in terms of, you know, going back to what you were saying before with, with the types of work you're doing with, with the business and a lot of non-corona material isn't necessarily relevant or that's not where your, I guess, your demand's being driven for. Do you do you have any idea around, I know it's obviously very hard to tell because we don't know how long the situation is going to continue, but is that like from a business point of view affecting the ways, I guess, you, your entire branding and marketing but both towards millennials and the general population? For the company that I work for, not so much. I think it has come at a time for us where, because the company I'm working with at the moment, they were sort of looking, because I'm working with a professional services company, they were sort of looking to go more towards sort of business advisory, which is at at, at a point now is probably the best time for them to change Mm -hmm. just because so many people are looking for advice uh, in regards to how how coronavirus will affect their business and how it will affect them. Mm-hmm. So for us, we have to keep up to date with a lot of government updates, a lot of media releases, just to make sure that that information is up to date because you always get a lot of clients that will call you up straight away asking what we can do, things and such. Um, I think now is a good time with our firm. Uh, we've utilized this chance to sort of reach out to our, all our clients on a one-on-one basis because not all of our clients are millennials. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them also don't use technology. So we, you know, we've encouraged a lot of our team to deal with the clients to reach out to them on a one-on-one basis with phone calls and actually build strong relationship with them one-on-one rather than just through social media. Mm-hmm. Alone. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I think that kind of, I mean, on that point, like intergenerationally, I think that relates back to, to the article that we've all been discussing. In terms of consumption, it, it looks like millennials seem to be consuming across the board all kinds of different media outlets, whereas um, Gen Z seems to be a little bit more online, like streaming stuff and, and TikTok, as you say, Mickey. But previous generations seem to be consuming the stuff that they're used to i guess um so it's it's more like newspaper articles the radio broadcast tv so yeah being being able to keep in contact and and keep up to date in different ways um that make sense to different generations i think is really important as well yeah definitely yep definitely and i think um, most millennials also like to sort of keep up to date with information that's a bit more factual so I think while the statistics are a bit surprising for me, but it also makes sense to me that why they would want to read the news and also keep keep it well informed as well. Mm. Yeah. Just to, Mickey, I'm just going to switch the, the topic just slightly here. When we're looking at like technology and social media overall and arguably like millennials and, and Gen Z are probably the, the best generation, you know, equipped to deal with this kind of reliance on tech, particularly at the moment where the world is, you know, operating on remote working quite simply because it's, it's our bread and butter, right? And, and a lot of work that I do with, with organisations, mm-hmm. one of the pain points for millennials is is the um, flexibility in workplaces and, and that, that being workplaces not being set up for either remote working, flexible working hours and feeling like they're oftentimes stuck with this archaic system that, that isn't modern. And then on the other hand, you know, you have a lot of businesses who've expressed concerns about being able to have a, a, a business that is set up specifically to not just accommodate millennials and younger gens, but that whole almost a little bit of a reluctance at time because of the, the absence of trust around 
being in situations, mm. I guess, where you, you can successfully show that, that not being in the office, like your employees not necessarily being in the office doesn't mean that they're not working. You know, working from home is actually a legitimate thing to be doing. And I and I guess, you know, do you think that this period of time is, is going to benefit us, I guess, as a, as a generation? Obviously, going back to what I was saying, because this is kind of something that want and, and is, a, is a strong preference for us and kind of force businesses into this new way of working where there, there, there has to be now there's going to be this fundamental shift from workplaces, you know, to where, how they were once upon a time to incorporating and embracing a, a culture now where it is like remote working becomes the new norm. I think it will depend on the business itself only because I know of like I have friends that work in certain businesses where they are still sort of not allowed to work from home just because purely based on the fact that the boss just absolutely does not trust anyone mm-hmm. at all, which is a shame. I mean, our firm, all our, pretty much most of our staff, about 95% are all working from home. And most of the people I work with are millennials. And it's interesting because while they do enjoy working from home, a lot of them also sort of want to be back in the office, not necessarily, like because of the human mm. interaction part, but also a lot of them, based on their feedback, have said, you know, sometimes their days are just extremely unproductive being at home. So a lot of them have actually expressed that they will, they actually prefer being in the office because they sort of have that work mentality when they're there and they, they find that they are actually a bit more productive. So I think it will depend on each firm and based on the feedback that they collect from their employees to see if that's something that firm can adopt going forward. So I guess give an example with our firm specifically, prior to this situation, we already had a few sort of managers that do work from home a couple of days a week. And it is a possible situation where we can maybe going forward, allow more people to adopt a work from home life if they choose to. But I think based on the recent survey we sent out to all our staff, a lot of them seems to have preferred a lot of them seem to prefer working in the office. Wow, that's a really interesting finding and I and I wonder if that's a um a reflection of, of obviously you know you know we 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 are working at home at the moment but I, I guess the conditions are is, is it's like forced isolation, right? You know, we're actually forced to be working at home. So yeah, it's very, very interesting um finding. So thanks for sharing. Mm, yeah, no that that's really that's really interesting. Thank you, Mickey. Just going back to uh, trends in in consumption, do you think the ways in which we're consuming social media or, or the different the different trends that we're we're seeing in social media, do you think that they will be likely to continue after after the current situation? I think so. Even though I feel like a lot of people will sort of I guess everyone wants to go out at this point once the restrictions have been lift, uh, lifted. But I think the, I, I actually do think the current trend will probably continue at the way they are, like in terms of consumption and the percentages continue the way they, are, they currently are being mm. shown. Okay. No, thank you for that. And in, in terms of, you know, technology and, and social media, when, when do we think that it, enough is enough um do you think that we might become in that sense more reliant on technology like and in in what ways or are we going to step back from it a little bit i would hope people would step back for, for from it a little bit i think for the sake of everyone's mental health that's probably a good thing to adopt because i i know that with technology and especially in certain platforms it's really hard to pull away from it and that's just the way 
the their platform is designed is for you to stay uh, like long term on there. But I think you know it's still a good. It's it's always important to still try to maintain a healthy balance. Like if you're feeling tired or if you're feeling it's just too much, then or you're spending too much time on social media. I think it's always good to take a break and to do something else that's non-technology related. Mm. No, that, that's that's really great. And I, I think that is like a really natural way for, for us to, to talk about, you know, what's what's the way forward for us now. And and I think you've, you've made a really nice point of, you know, from your point of view, taking a step back from, from technology and social media for our own, for your mental health and well-being. Great. Um... That's that's been you know, covered some really really great things there, oh, Mickey. Thanks so much for for sharing your insights there. If I guess just to, to finish up, if if you had if I could ask you to, to leave our millennial audience with one piece of advice, and I know obviously Nabila has touched on this before with our ways forward, what additional advice would you leave our listeners today? I would say spend more time in nature. Is probably my advice because I think um, it's a bit underrated at the moment. So yeah, I think definitely spend more time in nature. Um, and spend more time in nature without the intention of taking photos for social media. That's, that's really lovely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really great. Thanks, Mickey. Thank you. All right. Well, I think that might be um, all we've we've got time for today. So thank you so much for joining us today on our podcast. And I'm sure um, everyone can can take away a few pieces from what we've discussed here today. So thank you very much for, for joining us and sharing your insights, Mickey. Thank you so much for inviting thank me. Thank you. All right. Well, I think that's um, all from us here today at COVID-19 on Toes. So thank you very much for listening from Jacqueline and myself, and we'll see you soon. Bye. If you're enjoying this sweet jam, it's your call by Kevin McLeod.